0: Good morning, happy Thanksgiving and welcome to the Study, Apply, Thrive podcast. As you can see, I have a guest in the studio with me today and I'm so excited. This podcast is called Study, Apply, Thrive because we know that when we study and apply the word of God, that we can thrive in any area of life. And we usually do this podcast just for the ladies, but we want the whole family to listen. So grab your family, get your favorite snack, and you can do this while you're cooking or while you're setting the table, because we know that you're in the throes of having a wonderful Thanksgiving celebration. But do this, just grab your attention. If you want to, grab your tea, your journal, and your Bible, and let's get into the Word of God. Okay, let's jump into the Word of God. First of all, let me introduce our guest that most of you already know. We have the wonderful Dr. Russell Cash in the studio with us today. Yay! Amen.
1: thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: (laughs) And we are so excited. We wanted to just spend some time with you this morning and send you words of encouragement for Thanksgiving. Now, this is unscripted and... If you have ever watched Pastor Russell teach the Word of God, and I hope you have. If you haven't, you should. He is a very methodical teacher. He goes down, line, 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 Um, So he's going to have fun today because I told him no notes, no scripting. We're in the studio and we're just going to talk from our heart. And he's like, wait, I need Pray notes. I need... <laughs> Help. He's like, I need notes. I need my iPad. I said, no, oh, no. You, need, you need nothing. Because we just want to share from the heart with the people that we love, the people that we are called to lead and shepherd and we want to have fun. So happy Thanksgiving, Pastor Russell. Yeah, happy
1: Thanksgiving. (laughs) So listen, if I mess up like the... The senior saints say, "Charge it to my head now."
0: There is no such thing as messing up. <laughs> okay, says
1: lady who does this all the time.
0: <laughs> so, really, how are you today? Happy
1: Thanksgiving. I'm good. I, as as our daughter would say, "Let's get to it." Let's. Get
0: it. No, she says, "Get into it, let's Daddy." Get, get, into <laughs> it. Yeah, let's
1: get into it. Let's get it.
0: Let's get it. <laughs> so, as most of you um are grateful today you think about a lot of things you're grateful for. You, It's Thanksgiving, and so you're grateful for your family, you're grateful for your home, your job, your your things like that. Um, what are some things that you are traditionally grateful for, Pastor Russell?
1: I am grateful for all those things. Mm-hmm. I am especially grateful this year because of the the revelation from God over the past two years or so of enjoying life mm-hmm. and for a lot of times for thanksgiving for holidays for events I had the mindset that it needed to be perfect or it needed to you know we needed to do certain things or it wasn't a success and I was I was driven to give stuff to my family and like most men are and just mm-hmm. provide for women and so I was kind of often thinking about, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And although I had heard it before, really it started to click for me in like as a life principle the past two years of enjoy life, Mm -hmm. right? Enjoy. So where we are right now, enjoy life. Because I, I, I looked around and the things that I was giving my family were great and they were appreciating those, but on any given Friday, Saturday night, or our son someone come home from school, we'd be piled up looking at an iPad, and like, "Hey, we have all that. I pay for all these, you know, mm-hmm. these these TVs and had them mounted on the wall and the sound systems all, but they you know, it's like, duh, dummy, it's the time together,
0: exactly that matters, exactly, and I love that." you pulled in the series that we've been doing for the last year on Enjoying Life because for me, the series has been life-changing.
1: Oh, thank
0: you. Um, from Enjoying Life to Enjoying Friendships, the conflict conflict resolution, and just all of the aspects. And I wanted to specifically talk today. See, I told you, non-scripted works mm-hmm. about enjoying the holiday season. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, because for so many of us we have an opportunity to just get together with our family members and our friends and we get group texts and we are so just blessed and beyond measure with being loved. We get annoyed at the group texts. Like I wish people would stop adding me on group texts and (laughs) leave me alone. But there are some people who wish that somebody would send them a group text because they don't have the abundance of people in their lives. They don't have the family members or the friends and they're just so grateful to get any text. It can be a thousand people in that group text. They're just happy to be able to have that communion with someone And one of the things that stops us from enjoying life, I'm sorry, enjoying holidays, and I'm talking about born-again believers who go to church every Sunday or who are in a part of a study group, who are wanting to uh, start their own study group, who serve and all of these things. They come to the Refresher. They come to the Breathe Conference. They've been to the Follow the Leader Conference and the Overflow Leadership. I mean, these are people who are born-again believers. But then when the holiday season comes one thing that stops them from being able to enjoy the holiday season is grief and loss. Mm. And as you family members who we're talking to this morning are enjoying your holiday and enjoying your family, I want you to have empathy and compassion on your brother or sister who may not be in the same spot. And... Think about reaching out to others because you have no idea how your text or your phone call or your prayer for them can really change their holiday season. And we think about those things a lot of times for Christmas, but the holiday season, excuse me, for many people starts with Thanksgiving. And for that whole season from the middle of November or rather the end of November through the new year, It can be a really emotionally tough time for some people. And I know that they love the Lord and they're so happy and that all the things that we tell them. But sometimes when grief or sadness comes upon you, it comes without invitation. You know, you don't say, you know what, I'm going to send grief a text message and hope the grief will come (laughs) and visit me. Let me clean up and prepare and put out some snacks. I'm going to add grief to the group. I'm going to add grief to the group. No, it just shows up unannounced. It stays overstays as well (laughs) and all of that. And so I want to share a quick testimony and then we're going to give you anybody listening who's in that space. We want to give you words of encouragement. And if you're listening and you're not in that space, we want to show you or give you some tips on how to effectively reach out to those people um, and encouraging them and loving on them with not trying to control their emotions or being overly intrusive on whatever space they may need. How's that sound, Pastor good. Are you doing okay without a script? Yeah, we're doing doing okay. We're doing good. We're doing good. (laughs) And it, you know, because God has been so good to our family. The Cash family is absolutely blessed. The Flow Church community is absolutely blessed. We are a blessed group of people. But that does not exempt us from having emotions or exempt us for having, for having fear, um, not fear, feelings about grief and loss. And 23 years ago in December, Pastor Russell and I had a set of twins. 23 years ago on December 17th, to be example, we had a set of twins and um, we were 19 weeks pregnant, which meant that they were premature. And at 20 weeks, they're considered preemies. Anything before 20 weeks is considered 19 um, premature. And obviously they, they were not viable and they did not make it. And for both of us, who we're both church babies, Um, I'm a a bigger church baby than Pastor Russell. (laughs) My my mom. What I heard was
1: she's a bigger baby (laughs) than
0: Pastor Russell. My my mom and my grandmother, my family. um, I've been going to church since out, out of the womb i Pastor Russell. Grew up in church as well. I'm just taking a jab at him because we like to have fun. Well, well,
1: well. well uh, if, if I were on the witness stand and they asked me how am I, you know, viable for this conversation, I would say
0: because you married to a church great baby. grandmother. My great
1: grandmother was a pastor. My mom was a minister. My aunts were ministers. Your great grandmother. My grandmother, your grandmother, my oh, okay. grandmother, my uncles, the pastor, my, uh, you, you know, my great uncles, pa- but you know, go ahead with your your, so, your your mom, your your grandmother served in the
0: missionary board. So what I heard was <laughs> you need a lot of prayer in your life. So God <laughs> put warriors. <in> <laughs> that's what I heard. I don't know what y'all heard, but that's what I, that's what I heard. So anywho, and you can see that we're smiling and laughing about this tragedy that we had 23 years ago we had a set of twins and they were actually our third pregnancy and we had had two losses before that and so when we were pregnant with the twins we both thought there's no way that God's going to allow this to happen to us again you know we're faithful believers and we're tithers and we're givers there's no way we're going to have complications and lose these twins again And I want you to not miss what I said. We thought that our works... In the ministry. Well, I won't speak for Pastor Russell. I thought that my works in the ministry, that I could go to God with the checklist
1: yeah, uh,
0: of my loyalty, of the checklist of all of the things I had done, and that would automatically exempt me from loss or exempt me from pain. And so when we lost the twins, we were devastated. We were devastated. We were in labor for 36 hours with them. And I say we because Pastor Russell was there every single moment with me. We, we It was an equal. Um, joy when we got pregnant and it was an equal morning when we lost them. And we were in labor for 36 hours with them knowing that they would not be viable. And so that happened after Thanksgiving, but it was still during the holiday season. So as you can imagine, We experienced grief that was just something we could not put into words. And one of the things that got us through that time, and it was a hard time. Yeah, we weren't, we didn't bounce back quick. We didn't just, you know, pop up and go to church the next Sunday. Like, praise the Lord, God is good. You know, we didn't go back to life as usual. It took us a while to grieve. And I want to give anybody who's grieving right now permission that you can be thankful that you have the space to do that. And that just because you're a believer, that doesn't mean that you don't have the right to grieve your lost one. And of either Pastor Rose, this is an interesting Thanksgiving message. Just stick with us, you know. And so we, we had a hard time. And so the next year, When the holiday season started, it started for Thanksgiving because when you hear the holiday season, you instantly think about family, you think about togetherness, you think about gifts, but who you're going to give the gifts to, who you're going to get gifts from. And so the the underlying um, commonality for the holiday season is being with people that you love. And so when there's any fracture to those relationships through divorce, through breakup, through illness, through death, through any of things, it can really put a damper on a season that is designed to be full of joy and designed to be um, very exciting. And so one of the things that really helped us during that season is we already had a relationship with God. Amen. And so we were able to pull on the scriptures. We were able to uh, lean into our faith community. We were able to pray for each other. And we had something to hope in that was bigger than ourselves. And that in itself is something to be grateful for, to know that I don't have to have the answers, but I can pray to the God who has all the answers I don't have to have the resources. I can pray to the God who has all of the resources. And so if you're in that space, one point of gratitude for you on today, in the absence of your loved one, if you're working through a divorce, if you're trying to you know, reconcile or get things back together, if your relationship isn't right, if, if your children are away at college and we're not able to come home, whatever that fracture or break is in the relationship that you have is that you're a part of a faith community that loves you very much. But above that, God loves you very much. And that is a point of gratitude for you. That's something that you can hold on to. Amen. That's what i man, Amen. Me. That's so,
1: so very good. Pasaveta. And I, I would just add when Pesvita kind of started that line of, of talking, um, she said, God has been good to the cash family. Mm-hmm. And, I wanna I wanna help maybe a few, somebody out there who may be thinking, like prior to hearing the testimony Pastor Vita just gave, there's some people who may have thought, Oh, you know, Cass they have a nice family, they have two kids, they have, you know, their leaves of ministry. Pastor Vita is on, you know, twenty thousand helps boards and <laughs> social organizations and she leader of this and writer and all kind of, you know, esteemed grand poobah-esque, you know. So, <laughs> Not
0: grand poobah So, oh, so you
1: may be thinking, man, I, they, they really, God is good to them. But I, I I I want you to see today that the goodness of God is constant. But what's variable is how men or women attribute God's goodness
0: Mm, that's good
1: and 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 so again you just heard Pastor Vita's testimony if we had kind of stayed there at that spot Mm -hmm. and then you know well over 20 years later continue to every holiday look at the the impact that was, we may not have the family we have today, mm-hmm. not because God didn't have the uh, the power of his will for us to have the family, but we might have been too bitter or mm-hmm. too much, too stuck in that spot. And so, as Pastor Vita said, we're not telling anyone not to grieve, mm-hmm. or like we said, we grieve. So I, we want to point out very clearly that we're not saying, oh, you shouldn't be just tough with them. No, that's not it. But don't stay parked there because it will rob God of the opportunity to bring you to an enjoyable state. Mm-hmm. Um so if if you if you measured if we measured the goodness of God compared to other people, we could find a way to really have really big heads and think mm-hmm. we have arrived and we are the stuff mm-hmm. or we could find a way to think we are neglected of God in the earth. Right. Right? And so we're blessed financially but if we started comparing our finances to uh you know multi-billionaires you know who, who 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 have you know houses on every coast and every continent and we got the little houses that we have like oh wow they just you know all of them live in that itty bitty house <laughs> you know uh it, it it would look like okay god isn't good to us but for us This is the ideal house, and we have come. We've been here five years, we have come to realize that you could we don't we we aren't in position for a house bigger than this right now. Mm -hmm. The maintenance, the care, the use, the weird but it took us attributing God's goodness right in the moment in in that house. I'm saying the same thing to you. You know, if you if you compared your family, like Pastor Vita was just talking about the the loss that we had in our family. And some people might think, oh, two kids are ideal. But other people look at some people who have nine, ten kids and have a huge big table and all these kids around. If we were trying to measure against that, it would appear that God hadn't been good to us. Mm-hmm. But when you seek out to find something to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. You know, if you came outside and had three flat tires, there's a choice you can make. Mm-hmm. And if that choice is to go by that one good tire and praise God that you only have to buy three tires and thank God that this tire right here is a good tire. And this is, you know, God preserved this one tire because when all the others were falling, God took if you if you seek that level of gratitude, then as you're coming out of grief, as you're coming out of those things, you can enjoy the moments as you build toward that.
0: Amen. I, I love that. And, you know, when we when we lost the twins and I mean, we were just it was a hard season. We came back home to our itty bitty house, you know, we had a itty bitty house and we we were grateful. We were grateful. And I, I say, I don't know about you. We, we don't talk about it that often anymore. It's been 23 years. I remember just being so grateful that we had each other mm-hmm. um, because people with very good intentions said things to me like. Maybe you were too busy. You know, maybe you were doing too much in a roundabout way saying, if you had done something different, maybe this would not have happened. Right. And they meant well that they, they were not meaning to be hurtful. But those words at the time was not what I needed to hear. And, you know, one person said, well, God knew what he was doing. Right. You know, that it was right. going to be something wrong with the babies and all, right. all these stuff that I didn't really need to hear. And what I was really grateful for in that moment is that even though our house was not what we wanted, I don't even know if we had a working car or not at the time. I think we did as we came up from the hospital uh, that, that it was an up and down situation with that. We had each other. We absolutely had each other. And so you're you my husband, but you were my best friend at that time, just like you are now. And so if you have a break in your relationship right now, let's say you're going through a divorce or you've lost a spouse, something like that. I I can imagine for 99.9%, 99.9% of you, God has placed someone in your life to just be a friend to you. Yeah, and God can use that friend to help work you through the situation mm-hmm. and so even though the one special person that you're thinking about might not be here god has that person
1: and so or your whole study group or, or is, your study is, group which is, which is why yeah. study group shouldn't just be well, oh mm-hmm. that's just bible so it's just oh we it's, it's your pe- god they're designed they're your it for you to have somebody to do life with and then there's some of you out there and i'll let you get back to what mm-hmm. you're saying Pastor. there's some of you out there who have 20 different friends, you're in six or seven different groups and you have groups from college and you have groups from high school and you have your, your neighborhood association and you have your friends from work and you have, you know, your friends with all your husband or your boyfriends, you know, friends, girlfriends and wives. And so you have a gazillion people who I want you to see yourself though, as, as an agent of God in that, in the study groups or the church groups, there are other people who don't have all that. And so your showing up and your attendance is in a lot of ways for them, for you to be there for them.
0: What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs>
1: See, we had a script. See, we had a script. I could point right to the script and get you back. To- oh,
0: I know. About having people in your life. So that's the second point of gratitude. First, that God has given you space and permission to have emotion; Second, that there is somebody there. There is some... I don't, I don't want you to say, oh, I'm all alone. No, there's... The fact that God had us do this podcast to send it to you today is an act of his love towards you. You have your study group, which for us, Terrific Tuesday, is the the... the best we we just adore our study group community we have so much fun um But we talk, to, we share, we pray for each other, we celebrate each other, your study group, your church community. But God has put somebody there for you. And so I want you to hear that you are absolutely not alone. He has put someone there. Well, Pastor Bita, it's not the person I'm in. No, it's not the person you're missing. But it's a sign of God's love for you. That you are not forgotten. That you have someone there. And so if you can, just... Share a moment of gratitude towards God for the people in your life. Just thank God for them. And the Bible says in um, Psalms 100 that we enter his gates with thanksgiving and come into his courts with praise. And so that's a way for you to get right into the presence of God by just thanking God for the people who are around you. Because, babe, you were me. I don't know what I would have done if you had not been there with me like the whole time. Just helping me work through that and I hope that. Oh,
1: absolutely! absolutely.
0: <laughs> I wait for it, him to say, could... "You help me too." <laughs> well, I, was just, I didn't want to
1: interrupt. With you yes, but absolutely. So,
0: and, uh, no, go ahead. Th-
1: there are there are um, some men out there who maybe have had similar, you know, been in a similar experience as us, and I want to just encourage all the men that are listening, and then uh, the the wives and, and moms that are listening, there would sometimes people would come up to me in those situations and say, Isn't it oh I feel so bad that that Vita lost the baby. Vita lost the babies. And not realizing that it was my loss too. That's right. And not only was it my loss, you wanna show you something about men when something happens with their wife's body, they don't have the capacity to fix it, Mm -hmm. right? And so I couldn't, uh, you know, I was grieving the loss of our children, but I was also grieving the fact that I couldn't fix it for my wife. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we both wanted children, we both wanted, but she was the one who was physically carrying the children. So I couldn't fix that in any way. But then I also had people coming up, reminding me that I couldn't fix that, mm-hmm. and you know they were basically saying, "Oh, I feel so bad for her that she lost," and in a way they were saying to me because you couldn't—you couldn't, you you couldn't fix it, right? Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a, a wonderful point that sometimes we say, "Oh, well, if I had been there, or if I had done this, or if this," you know, we go through the whole "what ifs," but we want you to be free from that today. Mm-hmm. Um. God's way is perfect and you can be free from that. And maybe you had an argument before the loss or whatever. God's grace is sufficient and you don't have to allow yourself to stay there. So we just want to encourage you in that. And then for those of you who grief is not a problem for you during the holiday season, what do you do? You are thankful that grief is not a part of your holiday season but you're thankful and grateful for all the things that God has done for you. But we want you to see yourself as an agent of love for those people who are grieving. And we just want to give you some things that you can do to help them. Um, The first, let me tell you what not to do. (laughs) Do not call them and say, Man, I know you probably thinking about the twins today because I remember when I got the call and man, I was so heartbroken. And I was right there. I just said, Lord, why? Why her? Why did you let this happen? Why did I know you, you had
1: the, yeah, I know you had to, all to be devastated? Because if I was you, I don't know what I would have done. I would have. <laughs> yeah. and, and I and, and I know you are over there without a child because I just grabbed my four babies. <laughs> And whoo, you know, cause this such and such is going to college and yeah, right, and, then and then John it. John and little the knee baby and ooh. Cha- yeah, I just over here with my kids cause all these kids girl, you blessed that you don't have to deal with Yeah, don't don't do
0: that. Oh my God. <laughs> don't do that. Do not call them and walk down memory lane. Don't do that. Um please do not send them any video clips. Is it gifts or GIFs? either one GIFs or gifs what whatever y'all know what I'm talking about memes through via text message that look like a ASAPS commercial you know the the dogs you know <laughs> <laughs> what what is it called <laughs> <laughs> With the music in the background and the little puppies looking all cold oh, yeah. and and frail. I get in trouble when I <laughs> reference stuff like that, so I'm gonna stay out of this part
1: of the podcast.
0: Don't do that. Don't don't do that. Don't send them scriptures that says, you know, in your moment of grieving. God, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. What you can do is send a text message or a phone call, however you usually communicate, and say. I was just thinking about you today. I love you. Something simple. Um, Make sure that it's within the natural flow of your relationship. Um, If you usually watch a TV show together, I was thinking about you this morning. Did you catch a so-and-so show? It was so funny or it was really interesting. You just want to make sure they know that you're there. You want to reach out to them and say that you're there. You want to offer prayer with them and you pray with them before you even text or call because you know they need it. But then say, hey, would you like to jump on the Zoom today? I would love for us to pray together. I love for us to worship together. I would love to just see your face. You want to reach out to them in a very positive way because what the goal is, is to make sure that they know they're loved and that they are supported we don't have the ability to take those emotions away from them but we do have the ability to add to their emotion bank with them knowing oh i have people who love me i have people who care about me i have people who do that and um did you want to jump in Pastor? and if you decide to invite somebody over Because you know that they're not celebrating with their loved one. Please don't get offended if they say no. Because even though your intentions are very good, you don't know if your home might be a reminder of what they don't have and actually make them feel worse. Um, So when we were dealing with the loss of the twins, I didn't want to go to your baby shower. I didn't want to go to your sweet little baby's birthday party, not because I didn't care, but because I emotionally couldn't handle it. I couldn't emotionally be in the room with all these other moms cuddling with their babies and things like that. It was something that I could not handle at the time. And so don't see someone declining your invitation as, oh, they just want to be stuck. I can't believe I invite them over here. We're going to play games. Yeah, you and them, I invited them over there with you and your beautiful children and your beautiful home and your beautiful a husband or, or wife or whatever, and those things are might be a reminder of what they don't have. Right. So if they don't, you can invite, but if they don't come, don't be offended. Don't, well, come on, don't know. You can't sit in the house by yourself. You got to get out the house. Come on, you got to do it. You got to do it. Allow them to have the space that they need to do what they need to do with their emotions.
1: Yeah, and this is this is important for us to, to think about you should be friends with people beyond what's on their driver's license. Yes. Right? So uh-huh. so all the things that Pastor Vita is saying now, hopefully, you you know, this. so this isn't for everybody, right? This mm-hmm. isn't for all the 30 people that you know because you don't have a close relationship with all 30. So some of them may just call and say, hey, I was thinking about you today and that's it. Or you may just send a text or a note, something generic, because you don't know what would or would not trigger them. You know, mm-hmm. some people... Don't want to be around fam like Pastor Vita did. And other people might feel like I need to get out of the house because mm-hmm. I'll be in my thoughts, you know. So I need to be around somebody. So you not. In, and you say, oh, I, I don't want you to feel like you got to come over. I just wanted to call you. And they might be urging, you mm-hmm. know, for an invitation. But there again, you don't just have a ministry script. Aha, yeah. See how I pulled that in? <laughs> you don't just have a script. You have the ability to hear from him, Holy Spirit. And then. Friendship is just about knowing them so there may only be two or three people who you know well enough to know okay She doesn't like this. She doesn't like this. She likes mm-hmm. to come out. She doesn't like to come out She likes to do these things. She likes to talk about TV shows She she doesn't want to talk about what happened at all She only wants to talk about what happened. Right. She wants mm-hmm. to talk about you know talk about it, did not talk about it She wants to text she wants the little silly memes mm-hmm. uh, She she can't stand those things right so you you knowing your friend will allow you to minister to them um, where they are. Yes. And, and if I could just add one more thing. Um, we, we talked a lot about ministering to people. Um, and then we talked about people who need ministry and if, if whichever, cl- whatever position you're in, if, if you need a uh, ministry right now, we're not. We're not saying to you, well, get over it, go minister to somebody.
0: Oh, no. This -hmm. is your
1: season for receiving, for receiving Mm -hmm. ministry. I just want to make that very clear. Mm -hmm. Somebody thinking, oh, I got to, I can't be, I can't be selfish and think about. No, you can be selfish Mm -hmm. in in what you need um, for the moment. Mm -hmm. Jesus was in the middle of ministering. He got news about his friend. The Bible just clearly says he got on the boat, just went to the other side. He stopped ministering. He canceled his crusades for a minute. He stopped. He went and took care of himself, what he needed. Mm-hmm. Then he could come back and minister to others. Same way with the guy who was uh, the lunatic. He didn't say, well, you throw yourself in the fire and water, but we need an evangelist opening right. <laughs> you So, boy, get your Bible and just get, mm-hmm. shake it off. He ministered to him. Then he said, now it's for you to go to the capitalist. So you assess what season you're in. And if you're transitioning between the two and not sure, it's okay for you to continue to make sure that you're totally healed. But then a great sign that God has healed you is that you're able to minister that healing to others. Mm
0: -hmm. That's good, Pastor Russell. Praise God. But we, we hope that the Thanksgiving message blessed you. Amen. Um, We are looking forward to having an absolutely wonderful day celebrating um, God's goodness in our lives, celebrating the fact that we know that we are deeply loved by each other and our faith community, our church community, talking about the Flow Church community, which is the best community ever ever. And we hope that you know that as well. Amen. Uh, go ahead. Can I read something before Absolutely. we go? Absolutely. Because some go people ahead. might
1: be thinking, "Well, Thanksgiving was the the colonization, and they murdered people, and they weren't sitting mm-hmm. around smoking a peace pipe. They were <laughs> given disease, and it was <laughs> this, God. and it was the colonizers, and they didn't discover a planet that people were already here." And I can't yeah. celebrate. You, you know, you got your fist up, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so keep your fist up. But just <laughs> hear this if you <laughs> if you need to hear this because we repurpose stuff, right? Right. For for many of the people on this call. Mm-hmm. Cruises on the boat were not an ideal situation at one time in our lives. Okay, it was not where we their ancestors and cousins and them who did not want to get on a boat. But since then we repurposed that and we party like a mug. Okay, yeah. we alcohol free, but we party on these boats and cruises and we go right. Yeah, we go and and we do have fun and we we will jump on the cruise uh, because we repurposed mm-hmm. what it means. We're not celebrating what they did. We're just enjoying what we can do now with right. that. So I want to. Just Acts chapter 2, verse 41 says, So those who received his word were baptized, baptism is great, and were added to that day about 3,000. They devoted themselves to apostles' teaching and fellowship. So, baptism, teaching, and fellowship. And listen to this next part and to breaking of bread and to prayer. So, between baptism, teaching, fellowship, and prayer, right in that same sentence, right in the middle, fourth or fifth things, is breaking of bread. Mm-hmm. So the Bible shows us uh, the great power in us coming together over breaking bread and not just eating food, but mm-hmm. the bonding and the fellowship and the unity and the the spiritual connection of the spirit of the church. You're going to have a mini church in your home today mm-hmm. if you're hosting because of this. And lastly, and it says, and they continue daily with one accord in verse 46 and breaking bread from house to house. And they'd eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. So mm, that's so, good. So, so clearly God knew that and for, foreordained that we could repurpose because this mm-hmm. isn't just in America. It's all over the world. But he knew we would have the ability to repurpose what was um, not in his heart mm-hmm. to make this day in celebration something that was in his heart to erase the memory of the old and to move forward with a tradition that honors the king and his kingdom
0: amen that is so good thank you for reading that pastor russell and thank you for joining us in the Study pot Thrive podcast. Thank you for having <laughs> me. Boy, yeah. is it over? Ooh, <laughs> no, the struggle is real. Pray for your past. Did, did I ever say singing? Because I was going to get my voice um, together. No, you know <laughs> what?
1: That's that's me, the dollar me, store. Me, oh, we got to go. Hey,
0: let's... <laughs> I got a song in my heart <laughs> oh, my that I want to...
1: <laughs> that's what you don't send to your friend. I <laughs> got a song in
0: my heart that I feel like the world needs to hear. <laughs> oh, we, we hope that we blessed you today. And as you can see that we're just being... Uh, us, just having fun anytime, enjoying life enjoying marriage Amen. and we're going to enjoy this holiday. and we want you season. to
1: have the exact same we want you we're not special in any regard other than the fact that we follow christ love others and work on ourselves
0: right right and just know that we love you and the flow church community loves you but god loves you so very much Amen. and we are here to support you Um, We did not have 6 a.m. prayer this morning, but tomorrow you can join us for 6 a.m. prayer if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, If you're listening to this on any other day, Monday through Friday, we have 6 a.m. prayer, and you can go to the church website to get that information. We want you to have a wonderful day celebrating God's goodness. Hold on to the nuggets of things that you know that God has done in your life that you can be grateful. Um, Have fun. uh, Socialize. Just let your hair down for those of us who have hair let your <laughs> wow. let your hair down, enjoy your meal um work out tomorrow just, just have a good time Amen. um and if you have never received Jesus as your lord and savior we want you to do that all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is lord And you can go to our website and get more about that. We'll see you on Sunday at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. or 6.30. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy
1: Thanksgiving. God bless you, family.
0: Thank you, Pastor Russell.
1: Thank you for having me.